0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 227 today, and today's topic is BMF, of course. We're going to recap episode 9, titled High Treason. The description reads, and I'm sure you guys know by now because I'm a few days late with this recap, But you know how we do over here. The description reads, the Flannery brothers travel to Atlanta during Freaknik to set up a new distribution hub for BMF and reconnect with their business associates, Ty Washington and Goldie. Yet, not everyone survives the road trip. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. And then I will play the trailer for next week, which will be the season finale. And I have a sleeper for you guys. So if you need to get in touch with me for anything, um, you guys know I'll do a recap request. So... If you have a TV show, movie, documentary, even a music album that you want me to recap, hit your girl up. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. And you can always email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews, 13 at gmail.com. You can hit me up if you have any business or brand that you want me to shout out. Y'all know me. I show love to who shows love to me and I love whom loves me. So just hit me up. No charge, nothing like that. I just want to spread, spread love. So if you have any recap requests, you want me to get out, hit me up. If you have any business or brand, just hit me up. And if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. And don't forget to follow my fire ass playlist. They are exclusively on Spotify though. So if you type in Shanice loves, you should see my picture profile pop up. If you just click on at least, one of the profiles it'll take you to the rest of them and i got every genre because your girl got some long range music ears but enough of all that let's get into the show and let's go ahead and talk bmf and let's talk the good old freak nick hey y'all it's your girl shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at an all-time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent? You know, and that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now visit tbookedit t-b-b-o-o-k-e-d-i-t follow them on instagram on instagram or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com the world is a beautiful place let them go ahead and help you discover it go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation at tbbookedit they got all the reasonable deals and just let them know your girl Shanice she sent you there and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one.
1: Hallelujah One nation Under God Real niggas getting money from the fucking stars I think I'm big niche Larry Hoover Getting work Hallelujah One nation Under God Real niggas getting money from the fucking stars
0: Alright y'all
1: That was that
0: blowing money fast so, y'all know how we start off. The story you're about to see is loosely based on truth. Some of the names, characters, businesses, and events have been fictionalized for dramatic purposes. But a lot of this shit may have actually happened. And then it opens with the quote from Terry Freaknik gave us a new outlook on being able to see urban college kids and our community coming together in a positive direction. Terry Southwest T. And then the show starts. Now let me cut my phone on silent so we're not getting interrupted. <clears throat> All right. Got that done. <clears throat> so this episode opens. And we see them going 80 on the highway in the old school Corvettes. And them Corvettes in the 80s was the shit. We see Meach and T racing. And then it goes back to two days prior. And we got Meach and Terry arguing as usual. This time about be mickey How... You know what I'm saying? Terry feel like he should be dealt with, but we know how Meech feel about B-Mickey. We learned a few episodes back. They go back second grade. That's his day one. They go back to the sandbox. T wants to take him out. You know, take him down to the A for a one-way trip. Meech want to go down there to make contacts, you know, linking up with Ty Washington, Miss Goldie, and you know what I'm saying? He, He ends up reluctantly agreeing to go ahead with T's plan, but We'll talk about that when we see how it plays out towards the end. So it cuts to the next scene. And they're still in a car, but Brian calls. And Brian and Meech, they kind of trade threats over the phone while they on their way to Freaknik. Now, we get to the Welcome to Atlanta sign. And <clears throat> we got the Freaknik. We got half of the bmf crew and then half of the pa team and terry is narrating the history of the freak nick which let me just tell y'all i always say you know i know god don't make no mistakes but you know if you could just pick the era where you could have spent like your early 20s or you know late teens i always say it's something about the early 90s it is so much history in that era Of the Freak Nick, I mean, can you just imagine back in the day, you know what I'm saying, when you were a little young thing, just either getting out of high school, early 20s, doing your thing, and you go to a Freak Nick and you seeing all type of people there. I mean, Tupac was there every year, you know. Um, Freak Nick was just epic back then and I know you know they're trying to redo it now but you know things aren't the same but it's something about just that early 90s era man it just seemed like they just had fucking fun and it was just so real just a place to be you know so Freaknik Nick really was a big deal and as, as everybody is partying um, we see the dude Shane from the PA group he decides to be overly aggressive with the female like bro calm your motherfucking ass out I mean he was ready to just take the shit in the middle of the goddamn party and Mitch goes and you know steps in and then while he's you know getting it under control you know do Remy Ranson, who looked like he could have been chick, you know man he come over there you know he ready to take up for his woman now, I wasn't mad at that I wasn't mad at that you know you can't control how somebody react that looked like that was his woman and this nigga being overly aggressive and then he even get aggressive with Meech you know now it was about to go down but you know Meach alone would be Mickey pulling out his little pistol it, they calmed down the situation now dude got put out the crew sterling you know he he stood by Meech because mitch was right he like if this nigga catch a rape case he's singing you know and he the way how he was going he was gonna catch a goddamn rape case if not that day the next day if not that day then the next month because he was just i mean <laughs> can you imagine how he is when he has a woman alone like but calm your ass down i mean he was grabbing on her like <laughs> you know nigga was doing too much but uh, Sterling, he puts him out because you know he was he was under his team. But you know he was like that was one of his top earners. So I'm wondering will that come back around? Cause how they intertwine that little scene. I'm wondering will it come back around where he end up singing eventually? Anyway, telling on them because that nigga gonna catch a case. Now, anyway, we go to the next scene and at Brian's home, Kevin his little butt scared to go to school. He think um it was the bully the dude Marcus who broke into the house and put him in a closet and Brian don't let him know that that has something to do with him. He has a new safe and he doesn't tell Kevin the real deal about the break in, you know, it was being connected to playing dirty cop games. You know, you had a a CI, but it wasn't on the books. You did it off the record and you know, y'all both play dirty. You play dirty when you put his, his mom in that hospital, you know? So, That lady was ill Even if you did take her out and put her in a good place Transporting patients in in that condition From hospital to hospital Is going to make them even more weaker You know so Brian played dirty as hell So I wasn't mad at B. Mickey for even going in that damn house Even though I'm not the biggest B. Mickey fan Y'all know that B. B. Mickey is a very complex character But in the next scene Child Okay so here's the thing if I'm getting tired of looking at Lamar on TV, I know damn well Alvin is tired of living with Lamar. All Alvin wanna do is watch his favorite TV show, chill on his porch, have a beer. And here come the motherfucking incredible Hawk, aka Boogeyman, aka Mr. Unstoppable with his motherfucking temper tantrum. Cause meet and dried him out on the street, so ain't nobody paying the tax he didn't break my he didn't broke my man tv he didn't told him what he ain't paying for rent i mean lamar last season um it was real you know what i'm saying you you like this nigga you, you enjoy watching lamar but this season lamar has got on my nerves and i think it started from the beginning with him just breaking out the hospital like iron man <laughs> you know it's just doing the most you know um yeah. Yeah, so Lamar he broke Alvin TV. I be feeling bad for Alvin. You know, all he want to do is just sit there, watch his little shows, go fill on the people at the more <laughs> I mean, you know, he child. Okay, so we get to the next scene, and Kevin goes to the precinct. He tells uh Jen everything about the break in. She had no idea, and she's sleeping with Brian, and they know nobody broke in his house. So Brian comes in and you know kevin talking about he want to go live with his mama now all i could think was like kevin i get you scared little man but if you just go run and run and run baby you're gonna be running your whole life you need to stand up and fight even if you get your last beat stand up and fight because if not you will be running your whole life so Lamar goes over to Monique's crib in the next scene. Mind you, he went over there. Monique didn't invite him over. He got 30 grand for Zoe College fun. He got an engagement slash promise ring. And along with some cocaina for them to have them some little fun snort games. So, you know. He was looking nice and more like, you looking good. Lamar, what? You ain't making this easy for me. Because Lamar, you know, he was charming her. And Monique had a soft spot for him. She really, really did. That's why she couldn't take his ass out. And I believe, you know, she was telling the truth when she was like, you was the first guy who seen me for me and made me feel this way. So it was still some love there. But, you know, who can be calm with with him? So it cuts to the next thing back in the A. And we got Meech, T, and Toothpick, as Goldie called them, a.k.a. B. Mickey. They go over Miss Goldie's crib. And we see she is living large. She like, Terry, you done cut that shit off your head. Somebody's <laughs> about his tail. So they work her, of course, with their charming smiles to end up, you know, linking them with the right people in the Atlanta. And Meech and T, you know what I'm saying, they, you know, on board they talking to her they you know everything is going smooth but b mickey just running his mouth as always and he gets schooled by goldie she schools that ass so we go into the next scene and jen asks brian about the break-in she tells him like you know i can help and he like oh i'll take care of it she can tell he's lying. She can tell Brian is lying. But it cuts to the next scene. And as Meech is going to the bathroom, he hears a woman crying from the back. He goes to, you know, try to help. But before he can even ask her, is she okay? Um, Goldie, she put a hold to that shit real quick and slammed that door in his face. So they dipped out. We see it's her sister. And she's taking care of her. She's uh passing away of AIDS. And um, at that time, you know, this is still when it was what probably like 90, 91. So, you know, it was just a terrible time and it was no cure. And everybody, it was just a a different time. So I like on how they implemented that in the show. And we see how overprotective she is of her sister. So we get into the next scene and T and Meech go to Ty Washington's crib and we see he living large he in a whole different crib he ain't at the trap spot no more he with the family so they tell him about the Colombian connect as well as them needing an exterminator for B-Mick we see young Miami portraying his wife Diana now you know saying so they talk they chop it up and then we go into the next scene pastor swift comes over to the flannery house basically to come pick mama lucille up for a date basically and charles like hold on (laughs) uh ma'am what time you coming home and mama lucille like i'm grown i don't have a curfew especially since you got motherfucking receipts to the easy rest motel so she struts on out of there in her little cute dress and nicole nicole she like daddy why stay married if it's going to be like this? Nicole is over everything. She walks away mumbling like, I ain't never getting married. So Lucille goes out to dinner for some counseling. And Swift, he just tells her basically the, f- the flesh is weak. Even of the men who preached the word. And as she she's pouring her heart out, she's talking about how all the men in her life and broke her heart. He talking about he there for her and he, you know, goes for a little feel on the leg. She tells him she was only there for counseling and not covering. And he swiftly (laughs) switches up. And when dude comes with that bill. He like, nope, I need for you to take her meal and her beverage and cut that bill in half and make it to two. Because I can't get a feel, she can't get a she can't get a meal. So the swift is something else. <laughs> Listen, Passa, her. Passa. Her. So we go into the next scene. And Monique and this nigga Lamar. They doing their lines. They enjoying themselves. And then Monique messes up. She pulls out the little rock. And you know what I'm saying? he like, look, I don't, I don't fuck with the crack shit. You know what I'm saying? We do some cocaine. You know, you know what I'm saying? So one, two. But I don't fuck with the, the rock. So. Incredible Hawk figures out. If she was setting them up. She had turned on him. She chose me, over him. And he chokes her out like Tommy did, um, Holly, but I ain't gonna lie, Monique put up a damn good fight, she ain't go down easy, she didn't, she didn't kick them in the balls, she didn't crack them up, sit up, up the head with a face that had Blackie's ashes in it, ashes in it, I mean, this nigga was looking like the motherfucking credible hawk high with powder all over him, Okay. And I mean, Mo didn't go down easy. And remember, he remember how he took down the cop so easy. And then uh, the dude, uh, what, what's his name? The one from Tiny. And then Big Dude, Monique, ain't Monique put up a fight for her life. But we did lose Mo. And Cash Dow just did an interview. She was on Vlad TV. And she said the character who she was portraying was real in Detroit, but she actually died of an overdose. So that was just the fact out there for y'all. The lady who she was portraying actually died of an overdose. I hate that we lost her so early. I wanted to see her for season three, but shout out to Cash Dial. It was only right they put her in this show. She is so Detroit, and she did an amazing job. And we lost her to Lamar. So we get into the next scene. Jean comes over to Brian's house gives him some and after she puts it on him and he goes to sleep she goes snooping in his closet she ends up finding the hospital uh ring that uh mickey had on but brian wakes up and she hides it and gets back in the bed because you know she got to figure out what's going on she a detective first so we get into the next scene and Meach and T, they talk Ty into coming to Magic City with them to have a good time. You know, he's talking about how important it is to take care of family, how he's a family man. He doesn't get out. And sometimes when you don't want to get out, always go with your first man. <laughs> but um, they end up, you know, tell him, let's get out and have a good time. And, you know, saying so he gets wifey's approval when he goes out. So we're going to the next scene. Lamar calls Alvin, because who else can he call that's going to come besides Alvin, and he shows up, and when he walks in, Lamar is covered with Blackie, and the killing part of him saying, she made me do it, she made me do it, and then, you know, Alvin, like, you killed the only bitch who love you, don't call her a bitch, motherfucker, I'm like, he's like, well, she a dead bitch, I'm like, Ben. I hope, you know, he said he was gonna cremate her, but I'm hoping Alvin don't bring her to the morgue and get his own feels in, and then he definitely gonna be dead, but we gonna see. But Lamar's stupid ass go goes and answers the phone. And as soon as Zoe was like that, she knew something went, She knew something went right. She knew something on right. She gonna tell Meach that um that he was in the crib. So we get into the next scene, and Jen, uh, she cusses Brian out after she finds out what really happened would be Mickey. And, you know, he declares that he'll never lie to her again, Yada yada yada. They definitely falling in love with each other. I'm hoping that she doesn't lose her life. I mean, we know Brian going to be okay, but something put fire in him where he went after them for his whole career, just about. So I'm wondering, is it going to be something happens to Jen? Cause we didn't see her in the future when they, uh, arrested Terry in 2005, or is something going to happen to his son, little So, um, it goes into the next scene and it goes back to freak Nick and Meech, um, he makes some connections with some Texas boys. Um, It cuts back to Detroit. Nicole tries to get her mom to eat something because Lucille is stressed out. Lucille ain't ate. Lucille all over the place. Lucille feel betrayed, not only by her husband, her sons, but even her pastor, you know. And then as she's, you know, just going through it, in walks Mabel to return the skillet. Now, I was thinking, Lucille, watch your words. Because as soon as she came in and and thanked you, you are girl, you know you can borrow anything of mine anytime. You can't tell Miss Mabel that. Because she going to borrow what she can. So, Mabel tries to rush out the house because, you know, now she feeling guilty. But Lucille starts um, confiding, you know, about Charles' mistress to his mistress. And, you know, she just going on and on and on until... Mabel pulls out them damn matches from the Easy Rest Motel. And, child, I'm going to tell you all this right now. I'm like, we just lost Black Diamond brutally to Jerome pistol-whipping her. So, I'm like, okay, she going off snowfall. We got her in BMF, but I thought we was about to lose her to part two of her getting beaten in the head with a goddamn skillet instead of a pistol. So, You know, Lucille went off, rightfully so. Rightfully so, Lucille would have whooped that ass. I don't give a fuck how mad or how bad uh, Mabel could scrap. When a woman heart broke and she that pissed, you ain't whooping her ass. So Lucille goes off. Charles comes down after the fact, after that guitar got broke. Hell, she, she like any love I had for you was gone. Nicole had to put him out. She like, look, pops, you ain't done enough. Just go. Just just go, go next door, or something, so we get into the next scene, and Terry makes a deal with the hitter to take out b Mickey now it goes back to Detroit, and Brian, you know his ex calls him about putting Kevin in therapy, but Brian thinks he should you know go to boxing classes, and I kind of agree with Brian because you know, I mean, therapy, cool and all, you know, mental health is real, but y'all need to get a little man in some, some type of boxing so he can know to take up for himself because you can't run forever, you have to stand up for yourself so after that um, we end up learning that, boom, Markeisha's husband was arrested, so they know they can get him to sing with them pictures now it cuts to um, Magic City in Atlanta and Meech ends up going to the black light room and all I could say was hot damn. It was a hot ass scene. That's all I could say. We see why Cordelia called him Big Mitch. But um, after that, B. Mickey peeps out T. Talking to his exterminator. Because remember they hired the hitter to, you know what I'm saying, get an exterminator for B. Mickey. So he kind of peeps out who Terry is talking to. And also did y'all see Monique's little cousin, the one she was braiding her hair at last episode that was her who was hanging with them you know introducing them to people too and in a car with Terry so at the club Goldie introduces them to Stephanie Cole she's a top realtor so I'm sure we're going to see much more of her because her and Meech did a little flirtation thing too and Goldie tells Meech about her sisters you know what's going on um I'm pretty sure we're going to see so much more Monique in season three because they're probably going to be in Atlanta all the time now, while they're in there, Remy Ransom spots them, the dude from the Freaknik who girl was getting harassed. Now, as he was talking, he was reminding me of dude from Belly. Like, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? So they go to the parking lot. We get the shooting. Dude was about to take out B. Mickey, but Ransom them pulled up, and they got to spraying everybody, and B. Mickey seen dude was about to shoot him, but he took off, and it was just a big-ass shootout, and, you know, we lost Ty Washington. Meech goes to tell his wife, and that's all I'm going to say about that scene. Young Miami done got dragged enough. Everybody seen that scene and seen how she acted. Next scene, we see B. Mickey. He pulls the gun out on Terry, but Meech steps in, and he just can't do it. He just can't do it. That's his his sandbox, buddy. You know, they kind of go back and forth, and Meach like, you know, I don't kill family. I ain't losing another brother and Mickey like I would die for you too. But we learn later that Boone, Marquisha's husband, oh, he's um testifying. He testifying, he testifying, he's singing. He didn't, you know <laughs> he ready to bring the whole crew down, especially after he seen them pictures of you know what I'm saying, Terry going down down on Marquisha. so it was a really really good episode it was a lot of packed details in there i hope you guys enjoyed my recap i mean this this season has went by very very fast it's been really really good um i'm about to play the trailer for next week and then i'm gonna have a sleeper for you guys but next week will be busy for us because we got to recap the season finale of bmf and then when that goes off we get our power book two back with Tariq. so i'm gonna drop both of those recaps, along with the best show out, Snowfall, as well. But BMF, it really, really, really did good. And um, I'm about to play the trailer and talk about that because i seen something in that trailer, and I'm like, oh, my God. So now we about to see it. But really, really solid season. I was really sad to see Cash Dow go. Shout out to Cash Doll. She did an amazing job. Um, Ty Washington, he was sad, too. You know, I think I mourned him more than his wife did, Okay. But here is the trailer, and then I have a sleeper for you guys, so please don't go anywhere. We did everything we said we would, I
1: just didn't think it would cost us as much. Give us <laughs> the names of all of your local dealers. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you can't, because then I'm just going to send my condolences to the local. In this game, and we'll lose here. What are you talking about? We got everything we want. we are not jealous, businessmen. Speak for yourself. I'm gonna take a long shot grass for good.
0: All right, that was the trailer for the season finale for next week um it's gonna be titled New Beginnings so I'm pretty sure new beginnings will be all about Atlanta but the um the part that stuck out to me was did y'all see the trailer visually with Charles standing there in street clothes with me Terry? I'm like did Charles join the game <laughs> I mean we all y'all know before I even started recapping bmF last year I did. Uh, um, a documentary recap And we know um, Charles, they have brought him in as well So we know he was wrapped up And that's when the brothers just turned themselves in Like y'all ain't bringing my pops into this And we also Seen the, uh, we did the the BMF documentary on stars recap. So we know Charles was around, but it looked like we about to see it. Like what pushed him over the edge? Like, was it like losing my wife? Did anything happen with his job? To, and you know, we know he ma- he's mad about losing the chauffeur business. Like what pushed him into the business? Cause he had, listen, Charles didn't have on that GM suit. He didn't have on no church clothes. He had on a street team outfit with, with, with his boys. Okay. Like he was a part of the crew <laughs> and, um, it looks like um, we see seen Alvin running, so something probably going to happen to him. We don't know if it's going to be Lamar after him because we know how Lamar switch up and he would kill his own boys. Um, or was it Meech them after him? Because Meech going to look like he out for vengeance, as he should. You better go Venge, Monique's deaf boy. And um, it just looked like the crew was coming up. We see they brought in K-9, but for some reason, I don't think K-9 will sing. Um, so we'll see. We know Boom is singing, but I don't know if K-9 will sing. And it just looks like it's about to be the come up. we seen Markeisha and Terry rolling, looking like they having a good old time. And we know her character is not going nowhere because the lady she's based off, her and Terry worked together for a long time. So thank you all for tuning in these nine weeks. I hope you guys come back for next week because, you know, the show continues. Uh, we're moving straight to Power Book 2 after that and just so much more to come, so much more to come, I have a sleeper for you guys, just because I'm to play this song, because you know, stress is at an all-time high, we have a lot of people who are just not genuine, I know everybody has their bad days, I have mine, if I could tell the stories, child, but you know, I'm just learning myself to be patient and trust the process myself. So this song is just dedicated to you guys. It's my sleeper and my Joe button style. Shout out to the pod father. Um, just something that, you know, I listen to when I'm down, you know, here you go.
1: Seven. Shiny. Change. You gotta keep pushing on the sun. don't rain
0: all the time. There's gonna be Alright, that's a 90s throwback. Blackberry Molasses by the group Mister. And you know, saying, like the sun goes. Sometimes you just gotta keep pushing. Remember to just trust God's process and Go after what's yours. The sky is the limit. You know, oh my God, it is so hard right now to come across genuine people. People who are just so smoking mirrors now when they come with so many fake masks and they don't just have one mask on. They have two or three. So I'm just wishing you all a positive energy. And if you got anybody in your life who is an enemy to your energy, dismiss they ass. Even you know, just dismiss them. You deserve to protect your energy. You deserve to be happy. And you know, you just don't need that. You deserve to love yourself. And one thing I'm learning is that it's okay to love yourself and check on your strong friends, you know, check on the ones who you think always got it together. Cause a lot of times those are the ones who deal with the most inner struggles because they're always expected to be so strong and they're hard, you know, it might be hard for them to reach out to somebody. And some people are just natural introverted like myself. So just check on your strong friends and just try to be happy. Try to go after your goals. Try to just stay consistency and dedicated and keep the distractions away. Um, you guys can always hit me up as well. Like, I promise you can. Um, I I, 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 I want to support my podcast family. you supporting me. I want to support you back. Um, I try to be as genuine. I try to be the best version of myself I can be, and I try to be good to people. So, you know, just a little positive light your way. We're entering a new week. So, you know, go in with your head held high. I hope you will stay safe and, you know, just be beautiful like you are. Um, I'll be back on now. Y'all know I'll be back on in the middle of the week to talk some snowfall and then we're going to do BMF and, uh, we'll do, power i didn't do my bel-air recap y'all i've been so so busy so if y'all don't mind what i'm gonna do is when we do um bel-air next week i'm just gonna combine the two episodes so we'll recap episode three and four next week is gonna be very busy with the pie because i'm gonna drop snowfall then we do bel-air then bmf and power so i'm gonna drop all four episodes next week so on that note thank you for your support your love um and it's your girl shanice and i'm out Help you enjoy the show with your girl, Shanice.